0: The Pasek in this week's Parsha describes a situation where some people are trying to convince someone to serve of a desire. The Pasek says, Ki yisisho, achicha If your brother, the son of your mother, which Rashi explains, refers to two different people. The brother is someone that shares the same father. Benimecha refers to someone sharing the same mother. Or if your son, your daughter, your wife, or your friend, Asher Kenav that you love as your soul, if any of these try to convince you in secret, to, and tell you to go serve Avidazara, and the apostle goes on and says what's supposed to happen. Rashi explains that when it says, Riach Asher Kenav when it says you're the one who you love as your own soul, is actually referring to your father. The Rebbe's question is, all of these relatives are mentioned over here, what happened to mentioning one's mother and one's sister? And since this is a question in or Shalmikra and Rashi doesn't say it, it must be that there's a very, very obvious answer of how we understand this. The Rebbe says, perhaps we could explain it based first on introducing another question. Since the Torah is mentioning all of these people, that, that as Rashi says, those people that are especially dear to someone that might convince him, why doesn't the Pesach actually mention a friend in the literal sense? Rashi says it refers to your father, but what about a friend in the literal sense? So the Mizrahi, one of the Mufarshima Rashi says that that's actually what Rashi means that the pasuk is telling us that these are two different people. Re'acha is your friend, and then Asherkin and is a second person. It's like saying your friend or the one you love as your soul, which was referring to your father. The Rebbe says in Rashi it's difficult to learn this because, as I said before, when it comes to the, when the Pasik said Achicha Beni Rashi clearly tells us these are two different people. Either one or the other. Here Rashi doesn't say that, so it sounds like it's one person. Re'ach Ha'sher So as the Rebbe says, we could say that really Re'ach Ha'sher Shecha does include your friend and your father, but not as two separate people. Rather, it's like saying Re'ach Ha'sher includes any person that's dear to you as your own soul. And this could include a regular friend or even all the way up to someone's close relative, as father, and if that's the case, and that's what Rashi means and Avshecha, he means all the way up to your father, and if that's the case, then your mother and sister could be included in this as well. They're also very close friends like your soul. The difficulty, however, says that Ebba with this still is, if that's the case, why are the other relatives mentioned? Specifically the mother and sister are not mentioned, why are they not mentioned? Furthermore, if the reason the relatives are mentioned is because as Rashi says, the Torah wants to specifically tell us, those that are dearest to you, so the mother should have definitely be mentioned. She's definitely more precious and and dear to a person than his siblings. And in fact, as Rashi tells us elsewhere, in some ways the mother is even more dear than the father. When it comes to Kabei desavich of Esimecha, Rashi tells us that idea over there. And Rashi says in fact, Meshadal to she wins the child over with pleasant words, which would mean seemingly she has a very big influence on the child. So why wouldn't she be mentioned over here in those that might convince him to serve avodizorah? So the Rebbe explains this based on a principle that Rashi teaches us many times, that the Torah gives us examples of things that are regular and common. In fact, Rashi tells it to us, even in this very Pasek itself, on the word Baseser, that they can convince you in hiding. Rashi says, why in hiding? Because that's the common thing that would happen where someone might try to convince someone else to serve Avodah Zorah. Says the Rebbe the same thing over here. Since our Pasek is speaking about someone, which as the Pasek says, Who are some of the people who might convince him? His son, his daughter, and his his father, of course. That means we're speaking about someone that's a grown-up person who has already a family of his own, grown-up children who might try to convince him. And the Rebbe says, based on this, if we're speaking about people that are the most common and likely to convince a person, and a grown-up person... This is the reason why the specific relatives that are mentioned are mentioned. It's also going to be the reason why the sister and the mother are not mentioned. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, the way these people are going to convince someone else to serve Avodah Zarah is generally going to be in two different ways. One of them might be what we may call in more than an ideological way, philosophical debates discussing matters of emuna and Seichel, etc., etc. He's convincing them to go serve Avodah Zarah. Another way might be, just because of a strong emotional closeness and bond, etc., that as a result of that, even without logic and reason, the person might end up being influenced to serve of a desire because of his close bond with those next to him that are serving of a desire. Says the, Rebbe, the truth of the matter is, even in the first group that we mentioned, that is more in the ideological and philosophical sort of way of this convincing someone, we're still speaking about someone that has an extra closeness also as far as family is concerned, and therefore they have this closeness that he might go into hiding with them and convince them, etc., etc. Says the Rebbe, these are generally the two categories that our pasuk is speaking about. The pasuk speaks about uh, brothers, and again, we're speaking about grown-up people, and generally the way they are going to convince their brother is going to be through matters of Seichel and Hemunah, trying to discuss it and debate it, etc., even more so is regarding the father. The father has a very powerful influence on his son in these sorts of matters of Amuna. Then the pasuk discusses those that are going to be convincing the person, not so much convincing through logic and reason, but more as far as their close emotional bond. And this is going to be more the person's son, the person's daughter, the person's wife. Which as the Rebbe says, again, if you want to speak what's common and regular, it's not so likely that a grown-up person is going to be convinced by his children or by his wife, based on seichel and emunah, that he should go away from his lifestyle till now, serving Hashem, serving Avodah Zarah. Rather, it's going to be more of his personal, emotional connection with them. That's why he might follow them. Now, what about the order in this pasuk? So which order is the pasuk going into? Why do we start with the brothers? Then we move over to the children, wife and then father. So the Rebbe says, because since as we said, really all of these people, even the ones that are convincing logically, trying to use Seichel, are also still relatives. So the pasuk is now going in an order of those that are, in a certain sense, the closest, connected, related, and with a person, and having a Shaykh to the person, moving from those that are um, furthest away to those that are closest. So the Debbie says, we start off first with a brother from the father. So brothers are close to each other, especially they, they have to deal with each other in the matters of the Yerusha of their father, etc. They share the Yerusha, so there's going, they're come, be, co- going to be coming in contact with each other. So that's number one, their closeness. There is a closeness, but it's not as close as some of the other ones we're about to mention soon. Then we move on to brothers from the mother, which the Debbie says, naturally have a much closer bond with each other than brothers from the same father. The Rebbe says, as we can see clearly. The Rebbe says, even more than that, it's going to be a person's closeness to his own children. And then finally, there is the person's wife. And even more than that, the Rebbe says, the posseg that says, referring to the father. And that's why the posseg is going in this particular order. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why the mother and the sister are not being mentioned over here. If we're speaking about those that are likely to convince the person. So first of all, the Rebbe says, the grown-up person with his own family, it is not so likely that he has this extra, extra close bond with the sister to the extent that she's going to be able to convince him to serve Avodah Zarah. And so too in regards to the person's mother, although of course he's very close to her and loves her and she's very dear. So we're not speaking about, in matters of Seichel, we said we're not concerned that she's going to convince him in that way. But if we want to speak about the emotional bond, even that is not to such an extent that his grown-up person is now going to be that because she's acting in a certain way, suddenly he's going to start acting in the same way. As opposed to those that he lives with, his own children and his own wife, which he does have a very, very strong ongoing connection to, there there may be this sort of influence. Now that ever goes to Ha'yroa, the that we have from all of this. What did we just see over here? That a person's close relatives could Chas influence them to do Havay Zara? All of these relatives also represent different dargis, different levels, different faculties of the person's nefesh. The person's seichel, the person's midas, etc. And this is what the Rebbe is saying. We cannot rely just on our seichel and midas to make sure that we're standing fast in our Havay Dezorah Hashem, standing strong in our Havay Dezorah we need to go, as the Rebbe is going to explain, to something that's completely higher than Seichel. The Rebbe says, even the highest level of these faculties that were mentioned, which is the level of Av, the father, which is the level of Chachma, now usually Chachma is something, as far as Chachma is concerned, the Alter Rebbe tells us in Tanya, a person would never serve Avoy nevertheless, the Hayro over here is telling us we cannot rely on our own regular faculties. Because at the end of the day, we're still biased, and in some way, Each one of these could not be the way they're supposed to and even go on the wrong track. In order for a person really to be sure that he'll never go off the right track and completely remain loyal to Hashem, for this we need to go to Mesir Asnefesh to completely giving over one's will and desire to the Abish in a way that's completely higher than Chachma. And then that will be able to make sure that all the rest of the faculties are also doing what they're supposed to, and not only not going Chas Shalem in the wrong direction, but just the opposite, following Hashem's Torah and Mitzvahs, and cleaving to Hashem, listening to Hashem's Mitzvahs, and so on and so forth.